Welcome to Second Class Cinema, episode 100. Good job, Eric. All right, I'm Tom. I'm here with a lot of people, a lot of friends, some former guests, and we're going to go through them right now. We're going to start with co-hosts, Eric. Hey. Brittany. Hello. Also on the show, we have Gray. Woo. Fallon. Hello. Aaron. Hi. And Tyler. Yo. Yeah, so these are our favorite guests, and anyone who's not here can go fuck themselves. That means you, Jimmy. <laughs> definitely Jimmy and definitely Ryan because I asked him and he didn't answer me. But mostly Jimmy. What a dick. Tom was, He's busy playing Nightcrawler. Tom was purposely trying to like upset Jimmy. I was. He was I've, like, yeah, we're going to meet up with A, B, C, D. Yeah. Gray's even making us an apple pie. I know. I know. <laughs> Jimmy just sobbed. He just he didn't, didn't, he didn't respond to it. He's in Vegas having a terrible time. And I'm just like, we're going to eat apple pie and have fun without you. <laughs> And that's what we did. And so we watched unless horror. What? Say unless you're me and then you're going to drop your pie all over the floor. <laughs> that happened, but that's okay. We can move on from that because we watched Horror House on Highway 5. Five. Uh, so, thank you. Um, and that was something we picked up at Rock and Shock from Vinegar Syndrome. So that was pretty cool. Uh, we picked up a couple other movies from them and previously have watched Death Force, which was a release of theirs. Uh, so that all worked out pretty well. What do you guys think? Maybe. <laughs> about <laughs> <a> movie? <laughs> or it, about vinegar syndrome? It occupied time and space. <laughs> it did. It's matter. Certainly yes. an hour and a half. I can never, ever get back. No, and I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't <laughs> want to. Um, so episode 100. This is why we're doing something a little different. We did a commentary track that you can find also. You can download that. You can just listen to it. You can match it up with the movie. You can do whatever you want. I don't really care. <laughs> um, you don't have to, but you can if you want to. Exactly. Now that we hit you know, 100 episodes, nothing matters. No, nothing it's matters a, anymore. <laughs> I know. I can't believe we've been doing this for 100 years. That just really surprises me. We've been doing this for a long time. Abyss. Our centennial episode. <laughs> Correct. Um, all right. So that's kind of why we watched it. We, we got a lot of submissions. Uh, we brought some movies, um, and we kind of randomized them all, and this is what we landed on. <laughs> we got some submissions, and we ignored all of them. No, that's not true. <laughs> Didn't ignore all of them. I ignored some of them. <laughs> You know, uh, I submitted Follow That Bird at least 500 times, and I don't think it ever came up once. That's one I yeah. I had to. I had no right, choice. Whatever. Um, so, yeah, that's why we watched it. Um, who would like to discuss what this movie is about? I, I kind of want to ask Fallon to do it. I fucking dare somebody to I explain ask to me what this if you movie can, is about. If you can successfully okay. summarize this movie. Yes. Um, let me remove my scarf for this. <laughs> <laughs> Things are business. feeling warm. Everyone sit back. <laughs> All right, here we go. The movie begins <laughs> in, in, a house, in a house on the hill with a couple who um, bears no significance to the movie other than they are quickly killed by mm. a man in a Richard Nixon mask. Yes. Yep. Actually, uh, to be fair, I think that they may be killed by their own ineptitude. <laughs> they both were, I so believe, yes. The movie then cuts to a scene at a city college where um, a group of misfit adults are told to research Rockets? Uh, VR rocket? Mm. Uh, the, um, V2. The V2 the rocket. The V2 rocket, which um, has some uh, fucking historical significance to the town. It's very unclear. Uh, oh, tasks dude. are divvied up. Meanwhile, there are two strange men um, performing 
an occult ritual that has to do with Nazis. Sex Nazis. Sex Nazis. Um, What's the best kind of Nazi? See, the, the wheels are already starting to come off for me. These are the <laughs> things that happened in the movie. How they are related um, is a little unclear. But there's college students researching a rocket, occultists, and a killer in a Richard Nixon mask. And it all culminates into a final scene at a house on Highway 5. Oh, I think that's it. I think that was pretty good. Okay. It all I mean, culminates in a van on a <laughs> Well, that's, yes. The, the last scene is a, is a very specific culmination. But Yeah. I just thought it took a really long time to go through highways one through four until we finally got to highway five. Uh, and then the movie finally came into its own. It finally made sense to me. I feel like I get it. And I'm excited. And I didn't want it to end. I know everyone was cheering for it to end. And I just really <laughs> wanted it to take those extra few steps. I think I got an extra three scenes out of it. Well, you could, because I feel like you just wanted it to get better. And we all knew that that wasn't going to happen. However, I believe it did. Okay, you clowns, cut the crap. So. Nothing in this movie is related to anything else, right? That's like we just watched a lot of crazy unrelated things. I think so. I think someone had a lot of ideas, mm -hmm. spread them out a little too thin, mm -hmm. and then did not know how to rein them back in mm -hmm. together. Yeah. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron, I had stepped out of the room, but I think I overheard you talking about Dangerous Men, and I think you could definitely draw a parallel between the yeah, two Yeah, my, my parallel was uh, Tom can stop bitching, uh, <laughs> no. and he, he, can, he can finally agree men. with me that, that Dangerous Men wasn't nearly as bad as this. Dangerous Men uh, was hogwash, and I feel like... Oh, hogwash, you broke up the big words. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to say slobber that Dangerous Men was better than this just no. because of the butt crack knife, which I, <laughs> I don't know. hope this movie is gave... even the correct movie that I'm talking about. It I is correct. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, I thought... I thought this movie was way better than. But this one had hot chocolate. I mean, piping, piping, piping hot. hot chocolate. chocolate. The hottest chocolate you've. But ever the problem was it didn't. <laughs> it didn't. At least the other movie had a yeah. butt crack knife that was real. Okay. The hot chocolate was either a metaphor or it was a hoax. It was total yeah. fabrication. It was Ooh. a metaphor for the Nixon administration. Okay, what sure. was the hot chocolate a metaphor for? It was, Watergate. Well, let's let's. let's <laughs> we, I guess Watergate. we should probably explain what was. So uh, at the end, our heroine, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna call her. Um, Stupid. Stupid gets picked up uh, in a van by a dude who... Uh, she can't be stupid. She has glasses. Uh, he's I, got a point. Yeah, all right. Color so, pigtails. Uh, color pigtails. Or color, color silly pigtails. Silly pigtails gets picked up in a van uh, by a dude who is both overacting and underacting uh, every one of his lines and keeps telling her about the awesome hot chocolate and blankets he has in the back of the car. <laughs> uh, he, uh, he tries to come on to her, and then he pulls over and lets her out. She tries to go into the back where Richard Nixon, who has been terrorizing people the entire movie, uh, grabs at her. Uh, and then the the man in the van tries to drive away. Richard Nixon can't keep a hold of uh, silly pigtails, and uh, that's the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that yeah, we, that did we're it. using terrorizing in the loosest sense of the term. Yeah, he uh, he did a lot of uh, a lot of pushing people pushing. into things, just like yes. kind of gently pushing them in, into carpets. Mushing, mm -hmm. Yeah, mushing their faces into a carpet and then leaving them for dead. And then <laughs> and then them standing up afterwards immediately and being like, "Wow, I can't believe he did that." Yeah, it was more high school bullying than yeah. anything. Mm. Yeah, which is also a problem in itself. So let's be careful. Yeah. Can we unravel who the Nazis were? Like which, well, okay. which characters in the movie? Back or? in the 19, and why they were there? <laughs> back yeah. <laughs> back in 1910, uh, the, the, the the year is 1910 Germany. Germany lost, <laughs> <laughs> Germany lost World War One. <laughs> and so I, fascism. Yep. I was no. Please keep going because I was going to try to answer Brittany's question, and so I, immediately I hit a wall. The context I, of this movie. Obviously. I believe that what was going on was the college students were researching who built this rocket. 
The scientists who built it were potentially Nazi ties. And meanwhile, the two brothers who were occultists were also Nazis potentially well, related to the rocket builder. What? I'm making things I up. Thought no, 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 you're doing well. The rocket builder was because... the guy who was Nixon. And then his sons were... Yeah, Bar- Bartholomew was and the rocket scientist yes. that they were doing research And he was a on. German rocket scientist, presumably a Nazi. Right, so that's so that's why they wound up in the same spot, I guess. Like, And Bartholomew... Is the it, well, it is the one in the Nixon mask? He may or may not be dead. Uh, he, he just disappeared. He just disappeared, and then his sons, uh, Gary and the other one. Mm-hmm. Uh, what it was? Oh, uh, Doctor Marbus. Oh wow! You're doing better than we are. From? Holy shit! Uh, the credits at the end. <laughs> hey, nice credits job. at the end. That's why we Which them. actually worth noting that. Um, Actually, uh, Richard Nixon was played by illustrious actor and former president Ronald Reagan. Uh, <laughs> but at the time, he was still a sitting president. S- current president, yeah. yes. Just taking time off. <laughs> <laughs> I-, I feel like the only way to truly unravel how this movie unfolded for us uh, is to ask each other some questions about maybe what uh, we thought happened. I love this segment of the show. <laughs> it's like the blind leading the blind. <laughs> No, that's very interesting. Let me tell you what you think. <laughs> yes, this is the part where you guys actually fill the show with content and ask each other questions. Uh, so any outstanding thoughts that maybe went unanswered? I know that those extra few scenes really settled my stomach. <laughs> and I, I know, it was because it was that hot chocolate that really filled you up, made you relax a little bit. Exactly. I had a tummy ache. I had some hot chocolate. And all it as was well. so hot. It was so good. It actually burnt my mouth a little yeah, bit. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was what I was afraid of. So yeah, any questions anyone have to ask uh, beyond what we've already been asking? I have a hope. <laughs> okay, we, what do we hope? I this is like I'm never gonna watch them if they exist, but I truly hope that there is a uh, horror house on Highway One through Four, and mm. this is the fifth installment. Ah, okay. It's like Leonard Part Six, right? Where so, we're not allowed to see the other like, ones. <laughs> I kind of like it felt so like I was so lost throughout the whole thing that I just hope that we had something before this. <laughs> None of it was coherent exactly. none of it intertwined none of it made sense so I, I, one question that i had and i you know, i'll put out to the group um there was obviously some kind of problem with dr marbus or whatever his name is uh you know starting with uh, a worm situation there's worms I, I think they had a bit of a worm thing he, going he, on he thinks that there are worms in in his brain in his brain yep and but although this was also after he hit himself in the head hilariously uh, with a hammer, uh, <laughs> you know it was hilarious because it made a Three Stooges sound effect. It, it made a poink sound, yeah. you know. <laughs> so was and uh, was there actually an occult situation happening? Do you did you want there to be an occult situation? <laughs> I, I I just I just want to know. Just, it's a yes or no. Just searching for answers. Yeah. I'm searching. It's a yes or no question. Did you want there to be an occult situation? I guess if I yes, look deep then in my there heart, was yes. an occult situation. <laughs> then yes. I feel Excellent. like if the guy who was Nixon and Doctor Mabus or whatever his name was, I feel Dr. like Doctor Mabus Beacon. Doctor Malibu. Maybe they're the same person. Like maybe he was trying to do this weird ritual oh, to yeah. keep his body from rotting into disgusting bugs because he is super old Ooh, and also a Nazi. I like that idea. Because we Brittany. never see the doctor again after we see him unmasked and like gray haired and also covered in bugs. So he's the Yogi Boogie Man, is what you're telling me. I guess so. All right. My bugs. <laughs> <laughs> but that makes way more sense than anything that they presented to us. Yeah, that's actually a logical explanation. So I don't. 
think that I, <laughs> they should make that movie. Should be accounted for. Now, I do want to watch the movie about the Nazi occultist who turned into bugs. Now that that is something I do want to see. I'm not sure if this movie did that. The only thing is, he does talk about. He, he says several times, like, "Oh, like Bartholomew is here. Bartholomew is coming, or I sense his presence." Like Bartholomew is here inside him. Well, hold on. This leads to my next question. What what about the invisible force, though? Yes, there was some kind of thing that cut people. Like, yeah. Yeah, so we don't really know. That could have been Bartholomew, and maybe Bartholomew had the ability to escape Dr. Marbus's body and go do his own shit, and then whoa. Maybe oh, shit. maybe he was inside all of us all along. Oh shit! We're all Bartholomew. Yeah. Maybe Bartholomew was Much the caterer. Like the spirit of Christmas. <laughs> it was inside of us all along. Bartholomew was the caterer, and he was just waiting for, uh, and everyone's just waiting for him to show up and finally feed them. So the entire movie is just about people hungry, waiting to get fed. Well, yeah, because all they had on set was grape jelly they were shoving in girls' faces. Yeah. <laughs> I also didn't understand the ritual that they were trying to complete. Like, what were they yeah. trying to accomplish? They're- well, see, that that is also, I think, ties into the invisible force situation. Um, maybe he's keeping him alive in that room over there. I don't know. Maybe. Yes. It's all so something square. spiritual. Something. But also it involves an iron. And tarot mm. cards. And tarot cards. Tarot, yeah, that's true. Maybe if we knew a little bit more about that. And idiot brother. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yes. true. Yeah, like they seemingly perform the ritual and like iron her tits and do whatever they need <laughs> yeah, to do. Yeah, made her flat The old tit ironing <laughs> ritual. <laughs> but then nothing ever happens after that to make us feel like we know what they were going for. I don't know. I think it was a sacrifice of pain. I have no clue. I don't really care. (laughs) (laughs) It's the literal only thing this movie needs to have to make it somewhat coherent. Now, okay. That being said, I liked it. Did anyone else like it? The movie? No. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, the movie. I had to ask because I wasn't sure. (laughs) Because why would you ask that? Of course I didn't. Yeah, I thought you were talking about the the carpet on the ground. I really like the fiery passion. It's a tough question. I liked watching it with us, but would I have ever watched it on my own? It's paced. Will I ever watch it again? It's got. I mean, in addition to being virtually and virtually totally incoherent it is it's it's paced badly in that there are long scenes where there will just be an actor kind of shuffling you know on their feet in a, se- in a scene as it ends a little too late and then long stretches without any dialogue and people kind of walking away from things with a lack of urgency do you know what would really move it's that like- along listening to the second class cinema commentary <laughs> also available now hey thanks that was good You're i feel like it was largely actionless like even the things that were supposed to be violent and gory or shocking were just cut away from and their use of close-ups annoyed me to no fucking end it was like anytime something happened they were just close up on someone's face and you have no concept of anything else that's going on in the shot it's that cheap way to make a yep. make a movie when not everybody's in the room at the same time. Ugh. So he's having a conversation with her, but we're never going to actually show them simultaneously in the room Awful. at the same time. Yeah, that's how that's how pickups work. You know, they probably shot a half movie and then we're just like, oh, we need this bit close up of someone's face some, somewhere. Yeah, well, like towards this the is, end. And this is definitely underscored by the fact that our lead heroine uh, with the pigtails, her hair changes between shots. Samurai uh, cop syndrome. <laughs> yeah. So, so you know, there's, there are some shots where she is definitely uh, wearing a wig. Uh, the shots where it is very nicely, like, fluffed out, looks really good, very luxurious. 
<laughs> really good and luxurious. I, I was luxury. I, I can agree with that. So I so soft. No, it was so very feathered. No one, no one. I, okay, so I did like watching with us, but I also. So we talked about Dangerous Men. I think this was better than Dangerous Men. I agree with I, that. You're I, an idiot. Uh, I hate both. Oh, of you. you're foolish. Yeah. Uh, I also think <laughs> that this movie. Had, I don't know. It had a couple of moments that I was like, I I get what they want to do. They just maybe couldn't do it. Go on. <laughs> What? Because I may or may not agree with you, but I forgot everything about this movie as soon as it ended, so I need to have my memory refreshed. Yeah. I don't know. There were a couple of, like, you know, interesting shots that I thought they did. Okay. You know, I, I liked it. I was like, okay, I get their tr- what they're trying to do. It may not have been great. If this was someone's first go at a horror movie mid-80s, I'd be like, all right, that's that's good. What, what do you got? What else you got for me? At least be wanting, but I also want, right? <laughs> I thought the music was special and memorable. Okay. I did like the soundtrack. <laughs> Some yeah. very specific choices. Super incohesive with like what was actually happening in the movie though. It was almost as if like you were just kind of playing a record while the movie played. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> like oddly lighthearted. Yeah, well there was like well there were the sort of the interstitial music where which was a mix of doo-wop uh, as though, because that was very popular in 1985, uh, and uh, and then, but then there were also some kind of like knockoff songs of, uh, you know, it sounded almost like the Velvet uh, Underground, and then mm-hmm. there was yep. something, you know, it was kind of just 80s, 80s sort of pop sort of situation. Uh, I, yeah, it was it was interesting. Sure. I think this one of the strengths of this movie was the characters that would be randomly inserted into scenes, you know, without us having met them before. So, for instance, we have the I believe that they're referred to as the tough man and the tough woman, <laughs> tough gal, uh, tough, tough guy, yes, tough gal, uh, tough guy and tough gal who you we, we meet them. Uh, he is drinking and driving. She is being very tough and saying, <laughs> you're going real fast. And then, and then they, they they hit Nixon, which causes their car to crash in such a way that he dies. Like, yeah. Well, you know. Well, yeah. yeah. He had already been beaten He had already been like, beaten up by Nixon, hit a, him a couple times. Nixon hits him once and he goes, oh, wait a minute, man. We're just having fun or something along those lines. Uh-huh. Well, oh, then, then, he also, then he shoved his head into the tire, yeah. though. He he also had my uh, favorite line of the movie, which is uh, "Get out of the road, you fucking zombie!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He also had my favorite jacket. It was a shredded yellow leather, reminiscent of the Macho Man Randy Savage. Held <laughs> <laughs> together with like electrical, electrical tape. tape. It was pretty great. It had it was missing almost half of the entire back. Yeah, that was definitely one of my favorite parts. That guy really changed the pace of the movie. I wish it was more of random scenes like that. I feel like that would have been more satisfying. I feel like, okay, the guy who made this had a lot of interests and had no idea how to, like, parse through them, so he just threw them all in. So he's like, I want to make a slasher movie, but I also want to make an occult movie, but I also am interested in Nazis, but I also like these types of music, and I'm just going to throw them all into the same stew, and it didn't taste that good. Hated it. I think that you you're giving it more credit than it, it deserves. I don't think he had I don't think he had any idea. I See, think he I, wrote like a couple ideas down on a page. He went, "All right, good enough." Because I think that if you throw those ideas all together into one pot, then it would at least make something a little more interesting than this, which is just he shot one scene one day, another scene another day, another scene another day, and just wrote for that what he was about to shoot and had nothing to do with anything prior. Yeah, to that. I feel well, like basic cause and effect is not like you don't have to be a writer to cohesively piece together a wicked basic story and this failed at that like time after time after I mean, scene. We didn't have one person that we 
spend any time with from beginning to end except for yeah, nixon i think yeah. a half no, no. hour in i was like who is the main character of this movie <laughs> and then he was richard nixon by yeah. suddenly by default the girl the pigtails is yeah, yeah. Well, magically and then right, well, through the movie i'm like i don't even know her name no she had a pretty bad attitude too yeah <laughs> it didn't focus on them and when it did it was like can we turn this rocket into this and she would be like guess so and then it would like yeah. cut away to something else for 20 minutes and like when the guy was trying to tell her when stoner guy was trying to tell her that her cat was dead she totally had an attitude with him like was <laughs> was hassled by it oh yeah that was also one of my favorite lines in the movie he goes what is this dead cat for yes <laughs> like what's it for what yeah. are you we're gonna this isn't a gift what is its purpose stuff it in this rocket and Protein. shoot it in yeah. space. do you realize how if you blinked in the scene when she was just reading about v2 rockets and then just jumps into the pool uh if you blinked and you didn't see the cat then that would even make even less sense <laughs> It's like why there's just a random and dead actually, cat. Actually, now they think about it, it they ne- like cause, because I thought that that was setting her up as as sinister because Me her too. response to it was so blasé. See, she was just so. And so I'm like, okay, cool. She's like one of the killers, or she's she's a uh, 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 Richard Nixon. She's they literally <laughs> never describe what happened to that fucking cat. Well, he goes no. over, he throws out the cat, the old man's, the dead guy's on the ground, and then they go back, and the dead guy and the cat are gone, and that's the end of that. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> who, who was the, the dead, dead guy? guy? Exactly. Oh my God, unbelievable. See, if you missed to that part with the cat in the pool I feel like it would almost make more sense because then you would just assume that Richard She's a Nixon sociopath? killed it oh. and left it there. And put oh. a dead cat in yeah. there. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. you'd well, be like, okay, have. like why would you even really care beyond the fact that it's moderately disturbing if it's not your cat? There's a gutted cat that discovered in the van and she's like, throw it out. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's, and then they're in the middle of like of the woods somewhere and he's like, I gotta find a trash can. And it's like, fucking throw it in the woods. I know. Guy walks 30 seconds, finds a trash can. Yeah, he does. I was like, I'm pretty sure this dead cat is biodegradable. Don't worry about it. Some, You're not some, gonna get charged yeah. for littering. Seriously, <laughs> you gotta put it in the right bin in the trash can. <laughs> yeah, I know. You got your, you your recycling plastic in your dead animals. <laughs> Roadkill. Uh-huh. I feel like I feel like a big thing about this movie is that there's. I mean, aside from it being incoherent, there's also tonal issues there's tonal yeah. incoherencies <laughs> so there's like a lot of almost inconsistencies slaps. yeah that's a very nice way to put it but there's like oh, but like they start out almost sort of madcap slapstick kidnapping like with like with like wacky music and him trying to and like uh Carrie trying to hilariously be like oh she's just she's just passed out and it's yeah. like I feel like if they had stuck to that kind of bizarre slapstick tone it would be a very enjoyable experience throughout. Yeah. But it's it sort of was like, no, no, this is a really big deal. I don't know, because anytime they got into that mode, everything got really uh, sexual assaulty. And, yeah. uh, Maybe they just tried to lighten up the sexual assaults. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it the needs. Best way it needs to, to, to lighten it up. Music underneath it. You're basically explaining the first Last House on the left, like the original, which is littered with slapstick clown music and also littered with sexual assault. True. That yeah, that's a very good point. Clowns are scary. On the on the topic of things that maybe other uh, other things that maybe fell short. Does anyone else have anything they'd like to to say that maybe they disagree with the movie's approach? Aaron, <laughs> <laughs> you uh, put you, me on the spot. Lo- I thought you looked you. like you had something to say. You're oh right. no, I was just looking at you. Oh. I was I was making eye contact because you were talking and I was doing the respectful thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you have nothing bad to say. Nothing, uh, Aaron no. liked it. Yeah, the movie was absolutely <laughs> stunning from beginning to end. <laughs> Better than Django Unchained. <laughs> so you think this should have won the best picture? Oh, absolutely. Oh, good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, so bad things about it? Yeah, the, yeah. No, so I'm, are we I'm, talking like bad things overall? We not enough like hot the, chocolate guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, continuing or, on with some of the some of the, the failures. Yeah. Anyway. Some of the failures. Okay. I would say the biggest grievance with this film was that the van did not explode. 
<laughs> so the entire time, these people drive out into the middle of what appears to be a big sand lot where you could blow up vans and they set up bombs and the <laughs> van's leaking oil and the van doesn't fucking blow up. When are they going to get to the fireworks factory? <laughs> That's First exactly all, it. It wasn't even a bomb. It was like something attached to a car battery. A flashbang. It like sparked one time and then it inexplicably tossed Richard Nixon into like the woods 20 feet away <laughs> allowing her to escape the most offensive part is that you set up a bomb and you didn't even use the bomb well and and he also like you know when they start you know when they stop the, the van initially which i guess maybe the van was sabotaged like it's still un- it's unclear what happened to the van who sabotaged this van there was oil everywhere is, is the line i think specifically but like when the when they stopped the van the the, the uh, stoner guy looks back like oh we, we could have exploded because all these chemicals <laughs> and and you're like you're thinking okay there's a lot of chemicals in that van they're gonna learn uh, richard nixon and this is you probably say a failure because you know there's an obvious way this could have gone you lure you know richard nixon in the van you're like you've uh, you, it's your inauguration day. <laughs> Look, I'm working on it. We're going to workshop this. Well, that's how they would have delivered it. In You've movie. been impeached to death. You know, oh, that's good. There we go. That's a, not bad. A, a, a lot better. I gotta, they, th- they throw peaches at him. Or yeah. you're going to explode in a van. Yeah. We can save that for a future remake in which the killer wears You are not Trump a crook because you're dead. <laughs> I mean, I thought for me another failure was I just really was offended that doctor brother gave up on the ritual so easily. He did. You know, we never get to really see that play out. He wrote that cryptic letter in his terrible handwriting. It's falling from his nose. And just like... He got so disheartened. And then the other brother um, killed the love of his life in her mini mouse dress with that mysterious object which was never explained at all and i i mean i know i don't mean to take us back to questions but if anyone has any theories on what that thing was that he killed the woman with postmodern art (laughs) (laughs) didn't someone say it was the bottom of a rocket oh i thought it was just like a lamp oh really oh wow i I said it was a bottom of a rocket lava lamp The lava lamp without the uh, the, uh, the the lava part. The lava part, yeah. <laughs> no, it, all, all the lava's out, yeah. It also was, known as a lamp. Yeah, it was very... Un- it was, But it was prominently used, too. It was used several times. Yeah, was, yeah. I just felt like Dr. Brother... It, why did he say fuck it? <laughs> why? Because wasn't the ritual supposed to save his life? What happened? Why the change of heart? I think we were assuming it was supposed to save his life because... Because we're forced to fill in all the narrative. Yeah, we're, we're doing a lot of assuming in this. Absolutely yeah. nothing. I mean, yeah, he did give up pretty quick. He just burned her. He's like, well, that didn't work. Can I also right. complain about how when we they finally shot off the rocket, it was so unsatisfying? Oh, man. Was I was hoping for like, I mean, be, talking about these fucking rockets like throughout the whole movie. It was like a fucking melee weapon Dude. pretty much. Yeah. And then close range, she flips the switch and it's like. Again, a, fl- a flashbang. It's a and then flare it's coming it. out the bottom. Do you know what this is? You know how there's anti-comedies? This is anti-horror, where it's not gonna it's not gonna give you any satisfaction <laughs> with any of the, the, the typical things that you get out of a horror film. So you're not gonna get any plant and payoff. You're not gonna get any awesome one-liners. You're not gonna get the last girl. Uh, get out of the road, just, you fucking zombie. That's an awesome one-liner. <laughs> right I'm, saying, well, I'm saying awesome good. one-liners from your from your your villain. Yeah, yeah. True. Yeah. So so this is I'm I'm gonna proclaim this. Boom. Anti-horror. Aaron's Aaron, anti-horror go. corner. What? What? <laughs> no, that's that's actually that's pretty good. I think I think that's a good way to describe a lot of bad horror movies we watch on this podcast. Yeah, no, that like uh, uh, was the movie that we wish was Disco Inferno. What's what's that movie called? Uh, dude, again? I was thinking the exact don't, same thing. Don't go, don't in, go in the house. house. Yeah. yeah, that was like an anti-horror. It was an anti-horror. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. You were there and, oh. and, and you were. Like, <laughs> I feel like those itches are so easy to scratch and people just 
are so yeah. I don't know if it's just that they don't understand the genre or if they're trying to be different. They don't understand filmmaking. Or yeah, if yeah. they like, <laughs> suck at filmmaking. That's the big thing. I think or like storytelling. People watch Martin Scorsese film like, I got this shit. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's quickly move on. Any favorite parts anyone wants to talk about? Anything like that? I know we threw out a couple lines that we liked. Uh, any other redeeming qualities uh, to the movie as far as favorites? I loved the dance break between um, <laughs> Stupid Brother <laughs> and Kidnap Lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. I loved it. And I also liked at the end when uh, Dr. Brother had the manual drill. <laughs> oh, man. Rushing at pigtails, spinning it. Like, I just so badly wanted him to start making a motor noise like a little kid with a bow. <laughs> <laughs> looked like he was about to make his own pasta. <laughs> it's like, uh, I didn't understand uh, why he was winding it while he was running. Because intimidation. It's like, because it's yeah. not like a chainsaw. It's not making any scary noises. It's just him cranking like, his like hand. Like squeaking. Yeah, maybe maybe <laughs> they're like, oh, we're going to add that in post. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. Well, it says here in the script, chainsaw, so you better just make the sink spin. <laughs> <laughs> just do this as maniacally as you can, please. <laughs> yeah, I was actually going to I was gonna bring that up during <laughs> fucking failures when that was up, but I, yeah, that's a favorite part for sure. Oh, man. <laughs> it's something like that. You that have so to bad. wonder. You have to wonder because it's such a bizarre instrument that... Well, he... The worst part about it is he got he got to her and he aims at her arm. Oh like, my god! And then like her back breaks was totally her blood. exposed, and he could have just drilled her right in the mm. back. He just like scrapes her and then like licks her blood. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what was yes. that about? He and momentarily just... was like a vampire. That's. <laughs> Yeah, maybe that ties into the Nazi occultism. This movie has its hand dipped in too many pots yeah. at one time. <laughs> I think ba- back to the multi-interest thing, and, and also on top of what Aaron was saying, where it was like, all right, well, we're showing up here, we're shooting this today, and we'll figure it out as we go. It probably took a long time, so you know, every few months his interests would shift. He'd be like, no, no, I don't want to make a comedy anymore. I want to make a, a real horror movie. I'm going to make it scary and creepy. And then by the end of it, he had had so many different ideas. I, I stand by that. Get too many ideas. <laughs> I don't know if this is a favorite part or it just it just sort of I like to think about it where it's like I like how like over the top heavy handed the Nazi stuff was like at once at one scene he has SS a, a yeah there's a, there, there's there's, there, there's SS great. sluts which is posters around casually in the background and one of the one of the, the images is a woman like touching herself and doing a sig aisle <laughs> in front like, of a Nazi Nazi like yeah in regalia. front of like a swastika and you're like wow there's a lot going on in this one shot yeah and then at one point when he's when he's he's writing off his heartfelt letter to his brother Gary He's like in a paper mache swastika helmet. helmet. <laughs> so like it's just it's the sense of like oh well Nazi is like this big catch all for like he's a bad guy like over the top evil bad guy. Yeah, and then they could have I mean we could have empathized with this character you know we could have you know bugs were falling out of his brain he's just trying to like figure out this whole Bartholomew situation he just wants to work on this rocket kidnap girls be a Nazi that's all he wants. Yeah, he and wants to live the simple life. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing grape jelly in girls' faces. Just like that Leonard Skinner song. Mm-hmm. Simple man. Sim- simple. But, okay. but this case, not Nazi man. Oh, okay. Um, I thought, all right, we're back. Uh, we're, we're heading towards ratings, and I don't want to head there too early unless people have... Uh, Eric. Rake in the face. Rake in the, the face. The one time oh, yes, this movie yes. sets something up and delivers, albeit very poorly... 
They establish that there is a rake on the ground, and Stoner Man is, like, bumbling around in the doctor's basement. And it takes him probably 45 seconds to step on the rake, and he slowly gets hit in the face with it, and then tumbles face first into it, and it just impales him on the forehead. And I thought that was a pretty good payoff. And then later, Pigtail's girl shows up, finds him, and he pleads, do not pull the rake out of my forehead. And then she does, So and the dies. first thing she does <laughs> is, is grab it and pull it out. He was very clear, too. Yeah, very I mean, clear. For someone who had a damaged frontal lobe yeah. and entered into a scene, he's just like, don't take the rake out. Like, yeah, he's it like, was the most coherent thought this entire movie had. Do not pull that rake. She was like, oh, wait, I don't have my glasses on. What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> I can't hear without my glasses. <laughs> Everything surrounding that rank was done correctly. They knew what they were supposed to do with that establishing shot. It's true. I had none favorite parts, unfortunately. Oh, tough, tough guy, tough girl scene. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was the movie for me. Uh, uh, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. More stuff like that. My favorite part, if I had to pick something. Yeah. If if that scene's on the internet, um, watch that scene. Yeah, that was a good one. Like I said, I think that if the movie had just done more of. Even if it was just unmotivated garbage like that constantly to make this. Richard Nixon killer something more that would have been fantastic I might have been giving this movie potentially five thumbs up five fucks up five fucks up <laughs> uh, alright so I guess if, if we would like to move on to ratings we can we can rate this so let's rate it then yeah I'm gonna go with yeah I'm gonna you. have to give it an unfortunate fuck off oh my god my fucking father fuck you fuck you fuck you fuck you yeah! alright guys let's rate uh, haunted? No. Uh, <laughs> wait. It's okay. No, it's Horror House on Highway Five. That's what we watched Correct. from 1985. So we're now rating it. Who wants to throw out their rating? Who wants to go? Anyone? Do you want me to go? I'll go. All right, sure. I'll do it. I'm Tom, gonna, lead the way. All right, I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna give it a fuck yes. Oh. Oof. Mm. I feel like that's disin- I feel like that's disingenuous. I feel like you're giving this movie way too much credit. I enjoyed. I, I got enjoyed. Well, I, okay, <laughs> let, let me let me let me get it out there. I enjoyed watching this movie. I know it. I know it didn't tie together, but each individual section as a standalone section kept me engaged. I watched every frame of this movie, with the exception of the parts I talked over. <laughs> because as we all know you can't see when you're talking exactly so let me ask you a question uh is, is you enjoyed each section with viewing it with us or by yourself because you, I, I think understand. you really have to separate the the viewing that we had and you have to put yourself in the mindset of i'm gonna wa- sit down and watch this film by myself because it deserves my yeah, attention. like separate the viewing experience from the although this is the experience film. he had right now so you know I, i'm kind and, of and the in, movie created that experience yeah. the, the movie brought us together and we watched it together. no 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 we came together and then the movie show no yes. no you scc brought us together yes Yes, and the whole so that's bullshit. We picked the movie. The movie did not pick us. No, well, it was random. The movie, yeah, yeah. Good. The movie found its way from our apartment to Eric's apartment to welcome the table. to second class semantics. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, my I'm favorite going, show. I'm going to join you on that thought though, because there have been movies that we've watched as a group, and we have absolutely hated the movie and each other as a result of watching. <laughs> that's like true. Death Force, like what took 17 hours to watch. Oh my god, that was so hard. Yeah. And it was at like 1 a.m. This is a nice Saturday afternoon. Uh, picture we, we I just I was entertained I know that you guys probably helped me remain entertained 
but I, I, I don't want to... It's all jumbled up into one. I, I think I'm giving this a fuck yes. I might go tell someone to watch this movie. Oh, please don't. That's <laughs> torture. No, I think to the... I mean, I wouldn't just throw it out there and be like, you know, find someone on the street be like, have you seen that haunted movie with the highway? <laughs> and then it's they not know even exactly. haunted. You it's know, a farce. And actually, because of what you just said, I can't believe I'm saying this, but... <laughs> I actually, at the end of the day, I'm also giving it a fuck yes, if only yes. because I would recommend it to another group. Yes. So <sighs> because I wouldn't say to people not watch it, mm-hmm. I would say if you know you know who you are, the you know you know who you are, you know that right if you have there's there's <laughs> people there's a person or two out there listening who, maybe one who, all, there's all a of person our basically have an here. iron tolerance yeah, who, for garbage who knows they know that they've got like a buddy that they want to watch it with mm-hmm. so that's where i'm that's where i'm so at that's yeah that's where i land sorry that's, I'm gonna that's give, my last piece oh excellent i'm gonna give this movie a fucking crook because right. it robbed time from my life <laughs> that i can never get back <laughs> I will never tell anyone to watch this. You'll I will about never it. watch it again. I will forget all You'll be about like, What's it. That movie because again? it gave me nothing to hold on to. Oh, I got um, The writing was terrible. What writing? The performances were terrible. What acting? I just hated everything about <laughs> yeah, it. I did definitely. enjoy the experience of watching it with you guys, but I feel like without that, it would have been unsalvageable. For I me personally, I would. I still would have watched the whole. If I was at my computer with headphones on, I would have watched it. Like I would have been there watching, and I wouldn't have stopped. Yeah, that's and that kind of okay. So I'm gonna fall in the middle here. Like I don't feel totally robbed of <laughs> like you know, and th- that this was an abomination because I also think that I've seen movies that are way more boring. Like I've oh, yeah. seen mm-hmm. modern movies that are super boring, and this movie, this was Shaggy. Uh, a little bit, uh, a little bit uh, loose, let's say, you know, in some scenes, and there was a lot of shot, a lot of different shots of Stoner Man's face in that one, one room. Uh, yeah, that was weird. A lot of shots. I, I want to say like a fuck, like meh or something like that. Dude, fuck meh has happened here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like like something where it's like okay. There were parts I enjoyed. I love that rake. I love Hot, hot Chocolate Man. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was a good... That, just, that really just helped. He made some choices, and I liked it. Um, I got where they were going f- from. So, I, but also, yeah, I, I, I see all the elements of just like... A lot of it was boring. You know, there was a lot of scenes with like no dialogue. There, like, there are people just not doing anything that they should be doing because yeah. they're, they're on the run. So, I'd say... Not a total waste of time. I had fun with everyone here tonight. Fuck man. All right. Fuck man. <laughs> I'm uh, gonna give it. A, I had a fucking boner because I had a fucking boner the whole time. Eric, go. Ah, <laughs> uh, Aaron had a boner. <laughs> right, I guess that counts as a rating. Um, I, I think I'm gonna give it a fuck off for pretty much all the same reasons that Gray laid out. Uh, the pacing in this movie was maybe like one or two steps up for intolerable. Uh, it was Whoa. certainly watchable, <laughs> but um, I think if I was by myself, I would be so fucking bored. Um, it did have some choice moments, which I think really kept me at, at least relatively interested but i would probably not watch this again and i i might recommend that people listen to it with our commentary track hey, hey. that might make it more enjoyable yeah, tyler you about you? yeah fucking leave us alone please <laughs> that's my that's my vote for this movie honest to god if it wasn't for the commentary i would have i think and i i stand by this and i i think i know you well enough that you would have turned it off if you watched it alone i don't know tom really likes back from hell 
Back from Hell is leagues and miles better than this. No, it definitely agree. If, if, if you didn't have the commentary of all of us talking talking about it throughout the entire thing, if if you didn't have Brittany sitting next to you, if you didn't have anyone here around, you would have turned it off. Well, that sounds like a really sad life. <laughs> I don't want to live. Hey, man. Basically, you're like sitting in a white room with no friends and trying to have fun. Imagine that your life is in tatters and this is the only movie you own. So you're saying right, so my life sucks. That the no, I'm saying it, uh, all right, if, if none of us were here right now, Eric would probably be chilling by himself, maybe throw something on TV, right? If you sat and watched this movie. So you're saying that the ultimate power is friendship. <laughs> the ultimate power of friendship is what got us all through this movie. God okay. bless us, everyone. So I'm going to give all y'all a fuck yes. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Fuck yeah, friendship. Yeah, all right. Okay. But no, nah, this movie, fucking leave us alone. Okay, now is this is this the worst movie that you've seen on the show, Tyler? Uh, It's close to... What, what was Don't the name go of the house? house? Don't go in the house. Don't go in the house. Ooh, it's close oh, to which was, oh, child, please. Which was better? Don't go in the house is probably better. <laughs> I, primarily you, I bet because you never thought you'd have to say those words. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the show puts you in positions, man. Positions you don't think you'll here's, be in. Here's why, though. Because, all right. This this movie... <laughs> the rake was the only payoff <laughs> that this movie had. At least, like, we got to see some fucking burning in Don't Go in the House. It's true. That's true. People did get burnt. That you know? was it. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of Nazi porn in here, though. So, I mean, I don't know what you're looking for. But that's okay. I'm not looking for... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, okay, so, I mean, we've had... Uh, Aaron, you've been on for a lot of episodes as well. You've been here through the, the good and the bad. <laughs> the, the good and the bad? You, you, we, you watched bad. Miami Connection. Wait, uh, we watched Jim Cotta together. Yeah, yeah, and Miami Connection. So, yeah, the good and the bad. Yeah, I... Okay. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. So, all right, so... Where it feels does, like pain. Every time I show up, it's just... You, yeah, but you're always bringing... I know, but that's the point. That's the point, because every time you have anybody else on, it's just a love and like, oh, we're going to watch something from 2010. Oh, it's in color, and it's really cool. Well, yeah, we don't want to scare people away. What you need to do is you need to dig deep. Go into the depths of the shit, and here it is, and right here. It here. Is. I this, hope you're all happy. This is our 100th episode, and maybe 12 movies that we've watched have been good. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. I'd say we have over a 50% hit rate for me. I think we had this discussion last episode, and I said 60% of what we watch is garbage. Are, are we going to have to go through every I'm episode and just tabulate? I'm going that. Whoever's maintaining the, uh, the uh, Second Class Cinema uh, uh, Wikipedia, <laughs> <laughs> if you could just kind of uh, tweet at us, hashtag... I got too much time on my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find it in there. I'll find it. I uh, honestly don't know what possessed. I was gonna say vinegar stroke. No. Vinegar syndrome to restore this movie. Uh, I don't know. Like I, I, it I was it. mind-numbingly boring. You know how at the end it said all it. rights received. Like, I don't think any of the rights were ever received, and I think that that's why. There's gotta be so many movies out there better than this. Yeah, just but as just as little known as this is, I also that think could have benefited from their labor. Yeah, I mean, I think this fit their criteria. I think what what this guy did, I don't know his name. I've seen him at Rock and Shock like twice. Mr. Vinegar Syndrome. Oh uh, yeah, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Syndrome. Middle name uh, Strokes. <laughs> Vinegar <laughs> the Strokes Syndrome. syndrome. <laughs> Brandon, okay. Brandon uh, was who was. was uh, who was at the one in Worcester? Okay, all right. So I think I mean, please, uh, uh, Mr. Syndrome is my father. <laughs> <laughs> you can call me Strokes. Please, please call me Vinegar. All right, this is good old Strokes. Vinegar. I mean, I, I think they want to compile the, the, like the, the most perfect version the, uh, that they can 
digitize, right? So I think that this was available for them to do that with and that they liked it enough to then present this to the masses in which we show up and buy it and then we watch it and we talk about it and here we are. I mean, they did a good job. It looked fine. It looked great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's probably the best that movie ever looked. It's probably better than it looked when it first came out. You know, out. there's yeah. a saying about polishing turds. Yeah, no, Tyler's really good at that. I'm <laughs> exceptional at polishing turds. <laughs> <laughs> Turd polisher extraordinaire. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to see that business card. <laughs> it's actually my job just, title. Just, it's just, just, one, just one square of toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Extraordinaire. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right, so we got everyone's ratings in. I think, um, yeah. I, I, so, yeah, we got Fallon and I, we gave it fuck yeses. I mean, that's pretty, that's like, mm-hmm. that's like a B plus, A minus. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I stand by it. And then we got a couple of middle rounds, and then we have people who. We're throwing off the grading curve we right are, now. We are. <laughs> we're the ones who excel. It's okay. It's okay. It's, uh, it's got to even out. You yeah. guys evened it out. Exactly. So that's now hard. this movie's probably got a hard locked C. Boom. Yes. Yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. That's, sure. That's way better than it deserves. <laughs> <laughs> That's generous. It passed. Yeah, it passed. Yes, much like much like the apple pie. Yes, it, it passed. Was Here we are. <laughs> uh, any any final thoughts before we wrap the show up? Episode one hundred. Any final thoughts? Thank you for. I mean, I'm. I'll say thank you for having uh, me uh, back yeah. on for your <laughs> auspicious occasion. Uh, oh, thank you for know, coming. Big fan of the podcast. Yes, yeah, appreciate it's it. It's quite the honor yeah. after yeah. all we've been through. Hellraiser <laughs> for. I actually want yeah. to ask all of you what your favorite movies have been that you've come on for. Yeah. Uh, all right, Greg. Well, I, I've only been on for two uh, so far. All of oh, yes. Uh, but um, ah, that's that's tough because I brought in Meet the Applegates, <laughs> but Get Even was really Ooh, fun. Yeah, oh, yeah. man. Shimmy sliding all over the place. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with Get Even because, wow. I, because I think that I brought in Meet the Applegates. We had fun with it. It was a fun movie, but it kind of didn't quite live up to the expectation from mm-hmm. when I saw it as a kid, although it had... The scene, which we're not going to get into. We, uh, we've already been. We've we're addressed this. We, yeah, we're gonna, but uh, a real gushy. Uh, you know, that's like my catchphrase at this point. <laughs> you know, the the the, the studio audience goes, ah, it's a gushy. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think Get Even was is the okay. one I would I would pick. Yeah, Get Even was a, a special movie. Real fun. Yeah. Real fun. I kind of want to revisit that. To be perfectly honest, we still have it. Thanks, Bristol Bad Film Club. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Found. What about you? What was uh, your favorite movie? I mean, I, I look. I love the guest. I always want to watch the guest. <laughs> However, I will say that I have a, a soft spot for the first movie I watched with you all. I can't remember the name. Oh, I just remember uh, the end fight scene. Attack of the G- Thunder Serpent. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, Attack of Attack of Giant Serpent. With the right? young girl riding the giant serpent. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's the no one. Thunder of Giant Serpent. Yes, Thunder of Giant Serpent. Yeah, that was very memorable. Oh good. <laughs> Yeah, we, we could barely remember it, but <laughs> man, did that one stick. That is a yeah. name that just doesn't want to be on to. Is the fight scene, the final fight, so good. Yeah, yeah that was that was interesting. Uh, all right, Aaron, what about you? You've been on, uh, so it's actually, I, th- I don't know who's been on for more episodes, Tyler or Aaron. I think it's Tyler at this point. But Aaron, what about you? Sorry, What's, Aaron. What was your favorite? No, I like seeing you guys squirm. So it's either uh, <laughs> Deathstalker 4 or that Filipino film we watched. Death Raiders? I love Death, Death Raiders. Ra- okay, so then it was Deathstalkers. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> Why are you so vicious to them? You are vicious. Because they need... That's why I've been on more episodes than you, Aaron. It's also because you live like five miles away, too. No. That's not true. Hey, guys, relax. We love you both. As soon as I moved out of town, I stopped being in episodes. That's (laughs) not true. It's better than Jimmy. 
Oh wife. yeah, everyone's better than Jimmy. <laughs> Fuck that guy, Tyler. <laughs> Jimmy's never gonna hear uh, this. He'll never hear it. Putting me on the spot, man. Yeah, because I've been probably the luckiest out of everybody here. I've been on the most good ones. For Which sure. one of the twelve Hulk Hogan movies we've watched <laughs> you is your favorite one? No, See, this is what I'm talking even, about right be, here. I can't even do a Hulk Hogan one. It's got to be Breathing Fire. I mean, Breathing Fire yes. is so yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, but see, we didn't even know Breathing Fire was going to be good. That one was just a happy that was accident. a shocker. Yeah, like we all thought it was going to be bad. I think. Mm-hmm. So, so. It was pleasantly surprising, and I still have it, and have watched it once. Oh, good. Good, I'm glad. <laughs> Alone. Yes. Oh, wow. And it held yes. up? It did hel- hold up, and, uh, you know, I am offended by what you said earlier. About what? About watching a movie alone. Oh. <laughs> you know what? Actually, In a white I, room with no friends? I take mine back. Uh, the Brain Spectacular. Oh. Because, the Brain Spectacular. Because I've actually had to go back and listen to that, because I think I blacked out about <laughs> halfway through the episode we, as we were As we were recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there was a lot of rediscovery, re-listening. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, like, oh, wait, shit. We said that. Okay. Yeah, that one's tough. That's a struggle to get through, man. <laughs> yeah, the episodes suck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> People on YouTube talk so much shit about me on those episodes. Social on that one? justice about how warrior. Social, social justice warrior because Neil Breen <laughs> hates women. <laughs> oh, dude, you should see the YouTube thread. You have YouTube haters? Yes. Oh, yes, we do. <laughs> dude, only me. Nobody <laughs> oh ever really made it. Yes. We got, or Eric, only me. Right. We got me to deserve it. Yeah, exactly. Terrible. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm talking about. So we have YouTube haters. That's and- all right. Matt Caritas hates me because <laughs> I, hated, I hated Samurai Cop 2 so well, well, much. We all did. We all did. Yeah, so. but he pointed me out in the po- in the interview he podcast. He was okay, like, that fucking guy, of- Tyler, hated the movie. For, uh, making fun of his Dorito skin. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. true. We got Matt Caritas to say Dorito skin. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah, just that is uh, that my, worth, my well cl- worth it. crowning glory. <laughs> so, so let me ask you guys, you, you, you three hosts, what has been your favorite film that Ooh. you've watched it's it's a pretty close tie between breathing fire which is fucking fantastic and a very similar movie uh no retreat no surrender yeah. i have a very difficult time picking between the two because they're almost the same thing yeah i feel like breathing fire is probably a little more memorable to me because it has the line just listen your dad died for a plastic piece of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> which in or out of context is incredible that yeah that's Ooh, pretty amazing. I don't even know. That's like a really hard question. So, I mean, this is this is the 100th episode, but we've actually watched like probably like 100 and something movies, 107 or 8 for the... Total in your life. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. No, I started watching movies two years ago. Uh, <laughs> I went to film school like 10 years. I don't even care. I just went to the school and then started watching and only watched later. B-movies, too. Yeah, I only watched these. I actually didn't even watch movies. Or you just watched B-movie starring Jerry... Yeah, that's what I... <laughs> Over and over Just again. Over Seinfeld over and over movie again. over and over. Every time no. they say B, the movie gets faster. <laughs> they, I, I have no idea. I mean, honestly, discovering and watching Get Even for the first time was just a treat. That was pretty good. Yeah. Brittany, what about you? Oh, God. I feel like I'm cheating if I say something like Riccio because Riccio is just so good. <laughs> well, you are cheaters. So. Um, it's true. Um. Everyone stare at Brittany. It'll help me make a decision. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my brain can't even comprehend 80% of the movies that we've watched so far. I did cheat. I looked at our list of episodes before we started because I had a feeling this question was going to come oh, up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cheater. Did not You're prepare. the cheater. I did not well prepare prepared. in that manner. Good study um, habit. Oh, God. Um, the Kindred was kind of fun. Kindred was good. Um, we still talk about that The movie too. was like... It's true. It, it was really fun in itself, but we had Brandon on for it, and I feel like he's always a good time 
and super knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. Um, and that movie was also a lot gooshier than we expected. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that was definitely <laughs> it was goopy. super slimy. Um, so maybe The Kindred. That was a fun one. Yeah, that was good. Excellent. Any um, final thoughts before we close up besides uh, more thank yous? Do you guys have uh, any uh, hopes and aspirations for the, uh, the, the next 100 episodes? Hmm. I don't know. Watch more garbage, I <laughs> suppose, is... Uh, what we do here so we'll just well, keep going donald trump's gonna shut down the internet as soon as he's inaugurated so we won't have a show anymore <laughs> well, it's okay we'll do our episode over tin cans uh <laughs> and a dirt hovel it's true TV radio. we'll just we'll just buy a bunch of walkie talkies <laughs> send them in envelopes to all of our <laughs> biggest fans <laughs> and then we'll just transmit i i look forward to you guys doing the podcast from uh, international waters uh, <laughs> and from memory pirate radio yes. hey do you remember that movie no explain it to me in great detail okay mm. i don't remember it either <laughs> well that'd be fun but uh no thank you thanks everyone for showing up and, and watching uh the hundredth outing we have together congratulations would be to watch, better, to watch yeah. better movies better no no i want to go worse <laughs> i definitely want to go worse on this next 100 i want it to be a 20 percent. i want to watch um a lot of new movies this year yeah is that the thing? and i want to watch a lot of new movies that look terrible okay there's uh, definitely a lot coming out in the movies so. like m night Shyamalan movies and like that movie the boy the uh, boy yeah. is like, so fun. I would, I would, really I would fun. Also oh my god! I thought it looked so bad. Um, my favorite bad m- movie of like recent times is Tyler Perry's Temptation. I oh, can't recommend it high enough. Really? <laughs> I cannot recommend it high <laughs> enough. We haven't done a Tyler Perry. That's a that's an excellent idea. That idea, is, right? That is might also be a bit of a slippery slope. <laughs> well, <laughs> Why we're gonna have to watch them all? After yeah, that, or though, a huh? tricky, tricky uh, balancing act. No, I'll we'll just talk shit about it like usual. Okay. <laughs> I feel like the toughest part about that, though, is you're like trying to predict that a movie is going to be terrible, and sometimes they're surprising. Like, well, sometimes right? it's too bad. It's not the right bad. I mean, I put on movies that I think are a lock. I'm like, yo, this is going to be great. Like, we went to see Unfriended, and that was perfect for yeah. what we needed it to be. It was perfect after the fact. I think in the midst of it all, we were a little upset. First 20 minutes, I was like, wait a minute. Is this the whole movie? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. The people in the theater that day were so upset. <laughs> it was yeah. an empty theater, two other people sitting like three rows in front of us, <laughs> and we have notebooks, and we're just tearing this movie apart. <laughs> like laughing at every scary part. <laughs> You're right. We are awful. Yeah. yeah, we're the worst. That's why we do it here. <laughs> um, all right. So let's, let's wrap this up here. Uh, if you'd like more information on Second Class Cinema... You can head on to Facebook, facebook.com slash secondclasscinema. You can find our show on iTunes. You don't have to, but you can if you want to. And followingfilms.com. And you can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and reach out to us on secondclasscinema at gmail.com. You don't have to, but you can if you want to.